Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's sleep no matter where you are, even when you're traveling. So today, the episode 14 is all about travel, and we're going to talk about car travel, plane travel. I'm sorry I've never been on a train with my kids, but when I do one day, I'll talk about that. Um, But I want to dig into all the questions that my clients ask me once their child is sleeping well, they want to know, can I travel? What do I do? How do I take this show on the road? And that's the whole preface to this podcast. So first of all, if you have a child who knows how to sleep well, congratulations, you are in a great spot to travel because you can take their amazing sleep skills and take it on the road um, or take it to the sky. Um, If you are someone who is looking to help your child sleep well, then I want you to know that once they understand independent, self-soothing sleep, they will be able to be a great sleeper. And actually, I hear this from a lot of families. They will begin a conversation saying, you know, Becca, I don't want a rigid schedule. I really don't want my child's schedule to be what determines our vacations or what we do. And I want to be able to go out and enjoy my life and all that good stuff. And I'm here to tell you, sorry, (laughs) you're a parent. It's just part of the game. We really do have to look at your child's schedule and be accommodating to that. But the cool thing is that we can be flexible. I talked all about that in former podcasts where we talked about enjoying a night out every now and then. It's totally fine. But the freedom that comes when your child sleeps well, it is amazing. And so you really can have a child who sleeps well and go on vacation. So here we are. My family is getting ready to go on our first summer travel down to Florida. And we're driving from Virginia all the way down to the Fort Walton area. And it's a 15-hour drive. All right. Really, I think it's 12. But you know, stops. It's going to be 15 hours (laughs) by the time we get there. And I wanted to show you and share with you how we're preparing and then how we prepare for air travel. So I'm going to start with the car and then we're talk about air. Okay. The first thing we're looking at here is survival is the name of the game. Wherever you are, whether it is a car or in an airplane, you are surviving. So please look at the travel day as giving everyone a big old heaping pile of grace because your kid is not going to sleep when they're supposed to. They might sleep every now and then. If they're on a two nap schedule, they might get three naps. If they're in a one nap schedule, they might get two. Or hey, if they're like my girls, they're not going to sleep at all. And that's just how it's going to be. Okay. Uh, But I really want you to know that when you travel, all of the rules go out the window. All right. So when you are in the car, it's going to be bright. There's not going to be all the things that we have at home. You're not going to do your nap time routine. You're not going to have a structured nap time. And that's okay because you're just going to deal with it. And when you finally get to your destination, no matter if you had a three-hour car ride or a 15-hour car ride, whenever you get to your destination, I really want you to set up your child's room. All right, set up the place that they're going to sleep in. Now, this could be if you're just there for a half a day um, and you're just there for maybe a dinner or something like that, then by all means, set up a pack and play because maybe they'll have a nap there or maybe they'll start their bedtime there and you'll pick them up and go home later or whatever that is. But if you're definitely there to stay for a while, I want you to set up your child's room so that they're ready for an early bedtime. It's going to happen. They're going to need to go down to bed early because of the travel day. You're really going to need to get them 
their sleep that they crave, that they missed out on during the day. The car nap is not the same quality. And that is honestly a whole other podcast that we'll do one day. But the car ride is really not the best. It's not the same kind of quality of sleep that they have in their wonderful crib or wonderful bed at home. Because there is sunshine filtering in, there is um, really disturbances from the road, you're stopping, you're starting, all sorts of things are happening. I would want to ask you, when was the last time you slept well in a car, right? You don't sleep well in cars and neither does your kid. So they're going to nap every now and then and it's going to be enough to get them through, but they will need an early bedtime. So when you arrive at your destination, you set up their room and all that good stuff, acclimate them to their new surroundings, I would ask you to get them down really 30 to 60 minutes, depending on what the day was like, sooner. All right, so get them there and get them straight into their room, their setup, and begin your bedtime routine. And that's the really amazing part of this. Bedtime routine is the strategy. It is the thing that's going to help them fall asleep well. It is that whole cueing system, right? So you've got a great bedtime routine of bath and then some feed or some playtime and some books and then into bed and they know the game. They know exactly what to do. They know how to do it and they're prepared to do that. That's what I love about this is that your child, I want them to have this bedtime routine that's portable and they can do that. So that's really encouraging. All right, so let's look at a couple of comfort items that I want you to take in that car with you. So let's back up to the whole beginning of being in the car. I would love for you to take stuffed animals or blankets or lubbies if they have that. If your child does not use that, which is under the age of one, typically, we don't need to add anything. But if they have something that they use as a comfort item, then by all means, bring that. My favorite item to bring in the car, and if you've been following me on Instagram, you know this, my favorite thing to bring in the car are swaddle blankets. So we have a whole pile of swaddle blankets. Maybe you do too. My youngest is two. So we definitely haven't used swaddle blankets in a while, but they are an amazing thing to bring and just a lightweight layer. So if it's hot in the car, but they just need something to hold on to, it's there for them. If it's chilly in the car, it's just an extra layer. If we need to block the sun because it's coming in at a weird angle, then there you go. Swaddle blankets to the rescue. I find that they are like all purpose. So it's really fun. I love to give both of the girls a different one with a different pattern to help them. So be like, okay, here's your turtle and here's your lion. There you go. That's your blanket for the trip. Um, and they enjoy that. So something practical to look at. You can bring all the comforts from home. And because you have control of the stereo, please, please, please bring up the Relax Melodies app and play some white noise. It will be so beneficial. Or you can be like me and play the Eternity sound on Relax Melodies, which is like a zenful spa. <laughs> I really enjoy that. So there's your mom tip. All right. So now let's look at the actual room setup when you are in your destination. And then I'll talk about air travel. Okay. So when you are in your destination, remember you brought these comfort items. You've got their stuffed animals. You've got their blankets, all that good stuff. You have either done a pack and play or a crib or a toddler bed or a bed, whatever your deal is. And you've got their bed set up. And I also want you to ensure you've got that same white noise, whether you're using an app on an you know extra iPad or you've brought the real white noise app. And then I also want you to have the Windows completely blacked out. Okay, like we can get into black trash bags, aluminum foil. I will link in the show notes to some travel blackout blinds that have suction cups. Those are awesome. You can get into that too. And what I want you to know is that when your child has a great environment to sleep in, they're going to sleep well. So we want to recreate the same thing that we have at home. Okay. All right. We've talked about how to travel and looking at the car ride. We've talked about setting up their room. Now let's touch on air travel. So 
This is even more of a survival than the car because you're going to break and you're going to bend and you're going to do all these different things that you normally do at home. So for my clients who they talk to me about like, oh my gosh, Becca, we just broke the whole, you know, I have to lay with my child to go to sleep or I have to rock them to sleep. Now what do I do? Because we're going to be in the airport and the airplane and they're going to have to sleep on me. What do I do? I tell them, enjoy. (laughs) Have those memories come flooding back to you of what it's like to actually sleep with your kid um, and have them on you in a safe way now because I want you to enjoy that. So bring the baby carrier, have the stroller, let them sleep on you, whatever the deal is. Now, a little tidbit that I'll share with you. I feel like I should brush up on my airline rules and regulations, but just FYI, You cannot bring the baby carrier and have your baby sleep in the baby carrier and sit down on your airport airplane seat. Okay, so you can't have your baby asleep in the baby carrier and then sit down in your seat on the airplane. It is apparently against regulations. So just heads up because I've been there, done that with a nice sleeping baby in my baby carrier and had to wake her up to take her out. That was frustrating. (laughs) But I just want you to be prepared and be warned that that's something that they won't allow you to do. So you could definitely bring the baby carrier or the stroller, whatever you're going to do. And however they will, they're going to sleep on you or not. I actually had a client who they traveled from um, Louisiana over to California to go to Yosemite. And he was a champ. He slept when they were hiking in Yosemite, like amazing in the um, backpacking carrier. But that boy did not sleep a single bit on the airplane ride there. (laughs) Like that's a long ride and he didn't sleep at all. So they got to California. They jumped right into the new time zone, which is what I advised them to do. And they did an early bedtime and got him down as soon as they could. But you know what? It was just a survival day. So the next day they got right back into their expectations and he was a champ. But we just really have to look at that travel day and just say, you know what? My hands are up. My hands are tied. Basically, I'm going to do whatever is possible. My kid may or may not sleep, but we're going to get right back on track the next day. And I really would ask you to do that because it will take 24 hours for your child to get back on track after an off day. That's why it's important, even when you're on vacation, to have those sacred nap times, have that sacred bedtime. Yes, every now and then you can bend the rules and you can go out and you can do that. Again, refer to the earlier episode on bending the rules to enjoy a night out. But I want you to know that on vacation, it's going to happen, but don't make it every night. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable and your kid will regress and they will have bad nights and then you'll come home with a terrible sleeper and you'll have to call me again. So make sure you're really digging into all these same sleep expectations and just making them portable. That is the beauty of everything. All right, wherever you are headed this Memorial Day weekend or throughout the summer, I hope that you're able to implement some of these travel tips and sleep expectations. So here's what I'd like to know. Wherever you're doing, wherever you're traveling, and you are implementing some of these little Z sleep strategies, would you tag it on Instagram? Because I would love to see these real life sleep strategies out in the wild, in the car, on the airplane, wherever you are. And if you're in a train, please tag me. I'd love to know how you're doing that. So I am really excited to see your travels and thankful that you're here today. I hope you have sweet dreams and see you next time.